Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. As you can hear, it is five o'clock somewhere, and we are here in the DMV. And it's a little bit past five o'clock. It's eight twenty-eight currently. Uh, but it's me. It's me. It's the big guy, KG. How's everybody doing? Uh, hopefully, you have missed us during this time. Uh, that we have not been live here on Podbean. We have been taking our talents elsewhere, uh, as well as staying with Podbean. We have been on IG Live. We've been on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube on a regular now. So, you know, we we are everywhere you want us to be. So it's good to be back. Uh, glad to be here. So let's get into this. Not going to be here for a long time, but damn it, we're going to have a good time. It's keeping it local. The Washington Wizards. 26 and 33 at this present moment. What do they want? Eight straight? They're down 68-65 to the Cavaliers right now. Third quarter, it's about 10 minutes left. But the Wiz kids are surging. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. And they've moved up to the 10th spot. Uh, what are they? Four and a half games out of the 8th spot, which is currently held by the Hornets. But another team that's surging is the New York Knicks. Tibbs got them boys playing. Scott Brooks is getting the last gasp effort out of these Wizards, but I still think the Wizards could win a daggone championship. And Scott Brooks is gone. I- I'm sorry. He is gone regardless of what they do. So. But uh, got to give a shout out to those boys out, uh, over there um, in Chinatown. Them Washington Wizards, they are balling their asses off, looking good while they're doing it. So I just wanted to – that going to clip came off. Okay. But I just wanted to throw that out there about those Wiz kids. And, you know, I, I would love to see them make the playoffs. Uh. New Jersey's in the number one spot right now. So, you know, kind of sort of be a sacrificial lamb, if you will. But damn it, I love to see them make the playoffs and make some noise. The Knicks, uh, very long suffering franchise. They haven't had any success since the early 2000s. Uh, they couldn't build off of that finals appearance in 99 uh, as an eighth seed. They were an eighth seed without Patrick Ewing. And they went all the way to the finals and battled uh, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, but just couldn't come away with the win. So I, I'm, I'm happy to see the Knicks rolling. Uh, the Hornets, 30 and 30. I'm happy to see them rolling. You know, it's not just the same old teams, you know, running through the playoffs and everything. So it's good to see these teams out here doing the damn thing. Um, happy to see. The Hawks rolling. Nate McMillan got them boys balling ever since he took over. So that's also a beautiful thing. All right. Now, speaking of the Nets, my man, my man, my man, my man, Kyrie Irving. Uh, 
I think he rubbed some people the wrong way, and I don't understand why. Because he said he was uh, observing Ramadan while playing. Uh, and the thing is, Kyrie is allowed to practice whatever religion he wants. So I don't understand why people get butthurt about, you know, things that he says, you know, as far as religion goes. So um, now this is earlier today. Durant dropped 33 and the Nets beat the uh, beat, beat the Suns, 128-119. I don't think if these guys going to play at full strength, now, granted, they lost LaMarcus Aldridge due to the uh, the heart problems he decided to retire. But if these guys are going to play at full strength, ain't nobody beating the Nets. It's nobody in the East beating the Nets. Because think about this. You got the Nets full strength in the East. And, you know, everybody already putting them in the finals. Now, if they go against a full strength Lakers squad, I don't care. That's not even going to be, that's going to be six, but Lakers in six, you know, that's how I feel about that. Not even going to lie. Um, it's crazy, but I gotta, I gotta say this. Everybody writes off. When you talk about nets, everybody writes off Kyrie as a basket case. And I don't like it. Uh, what he does in a basketball court is he is a masterful technician when it comes to handling the ball. And I, I like to call it, he's in that realm of point guard, you know, and when you talk of point guards, you talk of Stockton, you talk of uh, Magic Johnson, Mark Jackson, Kyrie Irving, uh, Ross Strickland was a master, you know, of a point guard. And I think he's in that realm too, in my opinion, because I've seen Ross Strickland do some amazing things. Uh, you talk about Oscar Robinson, you know, you talk about Bob Cousy, you talk about all the greats when you put him in that point guard category. And I think on the basketball court, Kyrie Irving is that. But whether he is doing well in the basketball court or not, it seems like he has a lot of critics. And, you know, some people are paid to be critics. I'm a fan of Kyrie Irving's, always have been. And I, I, I enjoy watching him play. Uh, I just don't understand why so many people take everything that he says and it's like a soundbite and you got to run with it. You got to dissect what he's saying. And then you still get it wrong when you try to dissect it. But. The Kyrie critics, man, you got to look at this this genius. He's a genius with a basketball. And, you know, if he decides to sit out and not play for whatever reason, that's his choice. He has that choice. He's not obligated to entertain anybody. If he doesn't feel right about playing, don't you can't force him. Can't force him. All right. Now. If you don't understand him, take the time to understand him. Take the time to, to 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 find out, you know, what he's really talking about. Okay. So, you know, it's a lot of things that's happened over the last year that has really deeply affected him. And he's it's changed his outlook on life as it has many of us. Um, my outlook on life in the last year has changed because of a lot of things that have happened. You know, I feel I felt a certain way 
about certain things a year ago. And now I just feel even stronger about those things. And it's changed my thinking. So I feel like Kyrie has done the same thing. And I know I'm babbling on about Kyrie Irving. But uh, all in all, the dude's got a good head on his shoulders. You may not understand him, but you got to take time to understand him. And the, the, the dude can ball his ass off. So uh, Kyrie critics, ease up. Ease the hell up. And since we're talking about critics, uh, this has been a trying week uh, in America for everybody. Um, as you all know, and I, I believe we discussed this, was it Thursday night on? Hmm. It was one day this week. I think it was Thursday or one day last week. I should say it was Thursday. And <clears throat> we discussed uh, the Derek Chauvin guilty verdict on Wednesday. And then uh, right after the verdict, uh, 15 year old girl, Micaiah Bryant was killed by police uh in ohio and it kind of sparked off a lot of things and people expressing their feelings and uh things of that nature and then lebron gets caught up in it because he texted well i'm not texted he tweeted out a picture of the police officer and the caption was you're next now as somebody that I wouldn't say lives on social media, but I follow a lot of different accounts on social media to get different opinions and different things and, you know, find some things that the, the big boys don't cover like ESPN and, and, and uh, FS1 and, and, and here locally DC sports watch. And I try to find the things that they don't cover. I try to catch up, you know, with things. So I've seen people go in on LeBron. I, uh, I've heard people say, you know, uh, LeBron was wrong for tweeting that uh, he's inciting violence. He's inciting a riot. And the, the, the funny part about it is the guy that said that he was inciting a riot was one of the main instigators in the Capitol riot in on in, uh, back in January 6th. OK. Wow. All right. We got a little activity going on outside. So uh, pardon that. But um, this guy was one of the main instigators and he's saying LeBron's instigating. Now, I think I discussed this on a Wednesday after the verdict came down. There was plenty of posts of with the caption, your next hashtag accountability, things like that. Same thing LeBron did. And it was a uh, the, the former officer, Kim Porter, her mugshot, um, the other uh, officers or former officers that were charged with Derek Chauvin, their picture saying you're next. Um, everything. But everybody jumped on LeBron about that because all he did was do the same thing. And all he ever asked for is accountability. That's all we've ever asked for. And it's not even a black and white issue anymore. It's a policing issue. Uh, I brung up the case of Ryan Whitaker. If you're unfamiliar with Ryan Whitaker out in Arizona, please Google it. Uh, but he was shot three times in the back by police because of a neighbor calling the police 
on him and his girlfriend being loud, things like that. Uh, he has a weapon. He sounds like, you know, he's hurting her. They sound like they're at each other's throat. They were playing Crash Bandicoot and making tacos, baby. And he took three in the back and died. And that police officer got no uh, type of a reprimand. I think he got death duty for a little bit, but he's back on the job because they called it a justified shooting. I don't agree with that. And Ryan Whitaker was a white man. I want justice for Ryan Whitaker. So it's not a black and white issue at all. You know, we could sit here for hours and keep going and going and going, but this is not a black and white issue. So, uh, but LeBron has been, uh, BJ sent me a, a post. Somebody did a GoFundMe to buy LeBron a helicopter. And it made me sick to my stomach because I understood what they were implying. Now, granted, we lost Kobe over uh, uh, almost a year ago, and that was a tragic crash. Nine people lost their lives. Nine. Nobody's over that yet. And then for, for people to start a GoFundMe and GoFundMe to allow it, but they started a GoFundMe for, to, to buy LeBron a helicopter so he could pretty much quote unquote suffer the same fate. A sickening. You have a bar owner in uh, Ohio that's um, said he won't show any NBA games as long as LeBron is playing. And LeBron clapped back and we said, man, I was going in there to watch, uh, watch us play tonight and have a drink damn well and who you hurting you're not hurting lebron you're not you're hurting yourself you're hurting your business just like the whole kaepernick thing it's like it's crazy and i said this before when mj was playing they wanted mj to speak up on social issues you know people are getting killed in chicago people are getting killed uh, over your shoes and things like that where you don't have anything to say. He was quiet. Everybody was made. Now you got an athlete, one of the, 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 the biggest athletes on the planet speaking up on social issues and you're mad. Well, they don't, they don't affect you because you don't live there anymore. You That's not your lifestyle. You live in a gated community. That does not mean it does not affect somebody. I'm sure a lot of us are in better situations than what we grew up in. I didn't grow up in a house, you know, behind a, a, a gate, you know, 17 bedroom mansion. I did not. I may not live the way that I grew up. But it's still people I know that's living that way and living in those areas. And I feel for them and I'm going to speak up for them the same way they're speaking up for themselves. Just because you made it out does not mean the fight is over. You dig? But people don't want LeBron to speak. They don't want him to say anything because he has so much influence. But now I thought about something. I said, you talk about an athlete having so much influence. I believe it was 1991, 92. Charles Barkley said, I am not a role model. That is the status of every athlete, whether you play basketball, football, baseball, soccer, cricket. I don't care. Those athletes are not a role model for your children. You are the role model of your children. 
So you holding these athletes to this high accountability because, oh, well, my son loves you and my son's going to think this way. That's your fault. Because the first teacher that a child has is his mother and father. And everything that that child is taught by his mother and father, he goes out and he is a reflection. She is a reflection of her mother and father, of his mother and father. These athletes are not raising your kids. These musicians are not raising your kids. You cannot get mad at them for trying to make money and doing what they do. That's not what it is. And it just, it's sickening when people talk about LeBron, they talk about Cap, they talk about Kyrie. You know, basically shut up and do whatever we tell you to do. You're here to entertain me. I don't want to hear politics. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that fake woke stuff. You're here to entertain me. Basically, get on stage, tap dance, do whatever I want you to do until I'm finished, until I'm I'm satisfied. And then you can go do what you want because I pay your salary. I pay you millions. No, you don't. It says the sense of entitlement for me, baby. That's what it is. And I, I hate that term, you know, is this for me? But yeah, it's the sense of entitlement for me. I'll, I'll have to use it there. But uh, everybody is just getting bent out of shape about things that don't even need to be getting bent out of shape over. So I will say this. We got entirely too much on our plates to go at and think about instead of worrying about what an athlete has to say in his opinion. Either you agree with it or you don't. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. LeBron's got one, just like your former president has one. But everybody is not going to agree with what you say. You express your opinion, you move on, you discuss it like adults, and you keep it moving. Other than that, ain't nothing else to worry about. We got too much other things, too many other things to worry about. So that's my soapbox for the day. But uh, I'm going to move on from it because this ain't, I, like I said, it's not a long show. Uh, it's a, It's just a show. <laughs> now we we got word earlier this week uh mongo mcmichael uh you're a football fan you know he was part of the greatest defense in nfl history the 85 bears but if you're a wrestling fan you know mongo was one of the four horsemen so he was diagnosed with als and they have a gofundme for him and uh chris jericho donated 2500 dollars. i mean you got people donating left and right and he's been dealing with it for quite some time. And he just came out and made it public. That's why he hasn't been seen at a lot of uh, autograph signings and things. So I, I just, uh, fan of Mongo, I just, I just hope like hell they can come, you know, research can come along to a point where this is not a disease that's, you know, pretty much a, a death sentence, you know? So Shout out, prayers up for Mongo McMichael battling a nasty disease, ALS, also known as uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. So, say it, say it. A little update, just because I promised it. Deshaun Watson, uh, Troy Vincent made a comment on Deshaun Watson's delicate situation. Um, Basically, this is not good for anybody. And, you know, Troy Vincent, former Washington Redskin, did not play with the Washington football team. 
Um, he's the NFL vice president. And this investigation is crazy. It's taken so many different turns and everything. But uh, now they, they saying that the prosecution wants Deshaun Watson's phone. They want this. They want that. And I'm like, man, um, okay. Now, for those of you that don't know, he's being accused of sexual assault allegations. Um, no charges have been filed against, I think the last number that I saw was 39 massage therapists. And same game on all of them. I'm not sure how that works, but it. everybody says the same thing. It's crazy. All these allegations came out when he asked to be traded from Houston. And it's, it's crazy, you know? Absolutely crazy. But we're keeping a close eye on it. And I'm just, I'm, it's crazy to me. I, I don't even know. Uh, what to say but uh they said on thursday tenor watson's accusers attended a status hearing in court to try to prove the validity of their accusations against watson however watson's legal team is saying that the accusers do not have validity in their claims they are here because they have been called liars and they are not liars was the quote from tony busby the attorney representing all of watson's accusers and Tony Busby is uh, the neighbor of, of the owner of the of the tight of the Texans. <laughs> Whew, OK, but we got We got to keep an eye on this because uh, now word is that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the Texans pick. So they'll be moving on from Deshaun Watson, probably. So uh, keep a close eye on it. Uh, but we got a brilliant week coming up this week. Tomorrow, myself, the boss BJ, we're going to try to get a live in on IG. You know, talk a little something, something, 20, 30 minutes. Get your reactions on this draft coming up. Then we got a pre-draft show. And I've already contacted the Midnight Rider, Ben, and he's online for the Tuesday night flight. We're going to be talking pre-draft as a whole, and he is a draft expert. I got a couple names to throw at him to find out if they are indeed worthy of wearing the burgundy and gold. So, and then also don't forget Facebook Live Wednesday. We got DC Sports Rundown. We'll talk more about the Wiz. We'll talk about the Caps. We'll talk about the Washington football team. And what to expect? I mean, let's do some early predictions Wednesday. What to expect from this team this upcoming season with what you know now? I mean, you got to go in here blind to find the light switch. So let's see what that is. And then, of course, Thursday is the NFL draft. We will be live on uh, Facebook. So please be on the lookout for that. And... This is all leading up. This is a big week. This is all leading up to Saturday night where for the first time since our <laughs> division two and uh, our, our, our GTA live YouTube videos where you'll have live and in living color, no gaming. You'll have the WrestleManiacs on your screen. 
on Facebook Live. You can join the Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast on Facebook, and you'll get the live notification. Or you can also join Sideline Junkies 24-7, the group, and you can see us from there. But I guarantee you this. We will be live and in living color when it comes down on Saturday. I cannot wait because myself, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, and the Nubian Sumo have been waiting for this. We're going to work out the kinks. That way we can talk to you live with all your wrestling questions. All right? So... I'm looking at the timer. Pop a top again. And that, that right there lets me know it's time to go. Time to pop that top. Because I don't do no overtime. Thank you for listening. I'm the big guy KG and I'm out of here.